At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Hello, hello, and welcome to Not So Good Ideas Podcast. I'm Bree here with Eleni. Hi, and welcome to another episode where we talk about interior design and try to entertain you guys at the same time. We are so excited for our first guest to be joining us today. She is a quadruple threat, luxury furniture designer, business owner, interior and textile designer. She graduated from Savannah College of Art and Design and went on to work alongside Kelly Wurstler. Her handcrafted luxury furniture pieces are featured in Vogue, Architectural Digest, and Lux Magazine. Please welcome to the Not So Good Ideas podcast, Lulu LaFortune. Hi, we're so excited to have you on the podcast. How are you? Good. It's nighttime here. <laughs> it's like yeah. right over there. Yeah. <laughs> right? We're everywhere. In three different time zones, like time traveling. Oh my gosh, I love it. <laughs> so we'll have you share your not so good idea and then we also want you to share a good idea no. <laughs> okay, okay perfect are you guys gonna share your not so good ideas or is it just me we can if you if it would be easier if you, for you want to i want to hear yours go you go it. first lulu okay um okay well i would say my not so good idea would be probably designing a lamp that I have to sell a lot of that has several different parts from several different vendors. So that to me is just like this looming bad idea that just will just continue to loom over me for a long time. Um, So that's great. And then (laughs) I think that's probably my number one. I saw that you guys also like, were like, oh, interior design trends that I've seen in the world. I personally Mm -hmm. think the open floor plan is a bad idea. it's a big one it's a big trend but I just I don't like it I think there should be rooms and I think each room can have its own vibe and its own story but you can't do that when you can like see everything so yeah that would be my my suggestion I like that I feel like that's that's different I was like just thinking about that today like we 
I work in a very open floor plan environment and I have raging ADHD, like raging. Yeah. And yeah. so like, if I can feel someone looking at me, like if someone is sitting right next mm-hmm. to me and I can feel them looking like I'm focusing on what they're looking at. I'm like, what, what, what's going on? Like, what? <laughs> oh, it's impossible. <laughs> I guess I have, I kind of have one. Okay. I, it's a good and bad. I ordered a ruggable. Cause I have two dogs and they're insane. And we, where we live, we have red clay everywhere. And so it gets all over the floor, like all over the couch. And I was like, let's get a ruggable. And I got a nine by 12. <laughs> putting you down is like putting up wallpaper. I was like, this is a bad idea. Who no. came up with this whole process? Because this is, I'm never going to lift this up and put it in the washer. Oh. I'm going to tell you right now, <laughs> I am <laughs> never going to redo this process. Oh my God. So I would say like Ruggable had like good intentions with this idea, but the execution. Mm-hmm not not a fan of the execution neither is dylan (laughs) i um i had to put down a rug with cameron that goes under our bed and it was probably like the worst process i'd ever experienced in my life because it's we have a platform bed so it's not like you can just like lift up one leg and like Mm -hmm. re-scooch it you have to like take it all out (laughs) take the bed out of the room (laughs) and then it's still the carpet's still not aligned and it drives me crazy but I like cannot bring myself to like ask (laughs) him to help me move the bed out because we've already done it several times so I'm just like like, the men are like "Uh uh-uh like I'm (laughs) not doing this again I'm like I'm so sorry I asked you to do it (laughs) (laughs) we've already been through it three times and I can't even imagine though like having to move a rug to like wash it (laughs) no and it's like velcro it sticks to that rug pad right Mm -hmm. and dylan thought it was a good idea like there was instructions and you're supposed to like roll it like a wallpaper like going onto a wall he lays it out like it was like a sheet on the bed (laughs) like he like fluffs it out and like smacks it down i was like what are you doing (laughs) oh no it took like an hour i'm never doing that again oh my god oh that's so funny (laughs) oh my gosh Okay, I'll go now. (laughs) I didn't think about this either. Um, My not so good idea of the week would probably be so we have like a huge library of fabrics. And it's kind of hard to we're, we're sent them like weekly, like tons and tons of fabrics, and it's hard to keep up with all of them. So basically, when we're doing like a scheme for an interior, we'll just like pick a pick a fabric and we'll see if it's in stock and all of that. Well, our client just randomly decided to come into town like <laughs> yesterday. So we just like grabbed tons of fabrics and put them in a pile and we went and met with the client and she was like, oh, I love this fabric. It's like a copper mohair. And I was like, okay, this is great. Like we've got it. We've got it selected. Let's go order it. And I went to order it. And of course it's like an old Ralph Lauren discontinued <laughs> fabric. <laughs> no so horrible and I've I had to like individually cut the sample and send it out to like a hundred showrooms and try and find a matching mohair fabric copper oh my god oh, it was just no. like a whole nightmare oh my gosh so I spent I like my that. whole day at UPS like sending it out to <laughs> all these vendors oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah 
I think that's literally the worst is when fabric's not in stock. And that's like the one fabric the client wants every single time. Mm-hmm. Every, every single time. time. Every time. And I feel like all the vendors and the manufacturers, they're always switching around and like they're discontinued. And you're like, what? You were in stock last week. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's the worst. <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. So now let's share some good ideas of the week. Oh, I already got mine. Mm. Good and bad. Oh, yours was good and bad? <laughs> I did a double whammy. I'll go. Okay, yeah, you go first. Um, So my good idea was we got an email this morning that we've been ranked 141 on the design podcasts on Uh-oh. Apple Podcasts. So that's, <laughs> Yay. that's a big deal in the podcast world. That's so. a good one. <laughs> yes, guys. Okay, yeah. Well, that's good. So then my good idea would be would be coming on this podcast, obviously. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> so there. I'm so nice. Thank you. Because now I'm on a podcast that's ranked 141, right? On the design, <laughs> on the design world. Yep. It's going up from here. <laughs> oh, it's it can only go up. So yeah. you're you're in business. Exactly. <laughs> so let's just get right into it. What led you to where you are now? Um, I would say before college, I really want to be a fashion designer. Like I was like a hundred percent, I'm going to go to New York. I'm going to be a fashion designer. And like, that is what my life is going to be. So I think until, so, and I went to SCAD for fashion. So I started in that department and I took one class and I was like, nope, this isn't for (laughs) me. And this is after like several years of like learning how to sew, learning everything about the fashion industry like I just like immersed myself in that and then yeah I got there and I was like oh this isn't for me actually and so I had ended up I was talking to someone at school (laughs) and they were like they were like I'm majoring in furniture design and I was like wow that's super cool I'm gonna do that (laughs) so then I just um went over to the furniture building and I was like oh this is really cool I loved building stuff so like the wood shop and all that just like came really naturally to me. So that ended up working itself out. And then, yeah, I got out here and I kind of, I feel like now I'm kind of combining this like furniture world with like fashion and still Mm -hmm. keeping that alive, but like just putting it into a different context. I love like all of your Lulu's inspiration of the week. Like, I mean, it's inspiring. I feel like to everybody, but at the same time, I'm just like, I love how you connect fashion to furniture design because that is real. I mean, when we had WGSN, like at our fingertips at school, it was always like fashion. And mm-hmm. we always translated that into, you know, interior design or furniture. So that's really cool. Yeah, it really it goes hand in hand. And I ended up um, minoring in textile design and interior design. Um So I kind of was able to like put all three of those together. And I felt like, especially with textile design, like getting to explore that and apply that to furniture, it was just such, it was just like another level for me of like bringing in that like romantic and like fun part of furniture that wasn't really like there uh, in my, like I never thought furniture could really like be this exciting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like even till you know, I was in the field and out of school. So it's been just kind of a fun journey and, you know, still on it. 
Yeah, I definitely relate to that. I feel like your work is like kind of romantic and it has like a whole new style. So where do you think that kind of derived from? I feel like I've always been really inspired by both of my grandmothers. They both have just had like impeccable taste. Um, the My grandma on my dad's side, I didn't know her for long, but um, our family lake house was decorated by her. And it never really changed her style all over it. And I think just going there every year, I just kind of started surrounding myself with this like amazing interior design and same with her house. And so I was able to kind of pick that up. And I think a lot of my style actually comes from that house, which is like so funny to think about now that that kind of stuff can impact you as like a little kid. But I would say it really has like come from that. And I think that's definitely my style. It's like, that's a huge staple of it. Is that the lake house that you always post? The really cool one? Yeah, with green carpet. Mm, that's <laughs> yeah. awesome. The carpet's yeah. green? It's oh it's a lime green. And then there's like a red room with like red carpet and a blue room with blue carpet. Like it just like, <laughs> and then it all just like spilled out into my designs. And I'm like, oh, that's oh where that God. came from. I'm going to have to send you a picture of my grandma's house so you can get inspired. <laughs> oh my God, I want to see. Yeah. Send um, it to me. My great grandma, she like had this inspiration from Italy and she bought all this furniture from Italy and had it like imported into their house and it's really (laughs) old like it's so old but it's beautiful so I'll have to send you some photos you have to send it to me that sounds like my heaven (laughs) so So what inspires you the most besides like you know your grandmother's um I know it's such like a number (laughs) one thing I would say to me like when I'm starting a collection or when I'm like you know getting ready to design something I'm always looking at like craftsmanship I would say that like that part of design inspires me the most to kind of like you know how can you take these techniques from like 17th or 18th century design and like make them modern and fresh or like how can you apply like that sort of joint work or joinery or or that like technique of creating and how can you like bring that into the modern day where it's relevant and also like cool so I would say I always start there and I'm most that's mostly where I'm inspired from yeah I think you've definitely done a good job of that Eleni and I both like have a specific piece that we love from like all of your collections and we always talk about it which one I like the Morris chair the armchair yeah yeah that was my senior project so um that had kind of come to be from researching the arts and craft movement and the well, I think research was in the first quarter or the mm-hmm. second quarter I think mm-hmm. and then you start to build it in the third quarter so yeah that was my Gulfstream project so I actually I just took apart that prototype in the last year so that I could have these like produced and the guy here at the shop was like looking at my work <laughs> from school oh and I was like I was like oh no don't look at that there's like so oh, no. many holes in the bottom <laughs> it's like I was like oh those don't line up so but yeah that is definitely I think the crowd favorite it's my personal favorite obviously because it just yeah. like I built it so that's definitely my favorite as well yeah. I love yeah, it whatever too. gets the, the job done. I mean, it looks yeah. beautiful. That's all <laughs> I can say. That's what matters. <laughs> Don't look underneath it. Yeah. It's like, you know how they say like engineers, they like, it looks so beautiful on the outside. And it's like, you cut it open. You're like, what is that? <laughs> <What's> <laughs> that's, that's, that is exactly my prototype. 
<laughs> well, I think of Lenny, you love the lamp, right? Oh yeah, my favorite is the Watts lamp. I think like right when you release that collection, I was like, oh. and me and Dylan are like, I want Lulu's <laughs> lamp. Like I, we're like trying to save money. So yes, you I guys mean, need it. The detail in it is like crazy. It's mm-hmm. it's insane, and like you can tell the craftsmanship in it. And I love how like the lamp is its own design element, but then when you turn it on, I mean, it like enhances the whole space with it yeah it's it's like it's such a piece of work that one I mean getting it made (laughs) it's like there's so many details so many parts to it but yeah I've been so pleased with everyone's response to it and I'm so excited I'm actually launching a few new colorways with a brand soon so I'm super excited to kind of get some new colors out there yeah that's cool (laughs) you should talk about like what's the process of that is it like super insane the making of it yeah yeah the making of it is for this lamp out of anything I have designed is a lot because it's several different vendors so it's a lot of like you know, seeing if this production is done and then I go pick it up and I take it to this place where it gets painted and then I pick up all those parts and then I take that and it gets assembled and then, you know, the shade is getting made and then that all has to be assembled and wired and then it has to be taken apart and created. Like it is a lot of moving parts that I did not foresee and that would also go into my not so good ideas (laughs) my gosh (laughs) yeah yeah so it's definitely like when people are like why is you know custom-made furniture so expensive it's like just listen to how (laughs) much work it takes (laughs) so much work yeah so much work oh my gosh yeah pay full price people (laughs) exactly exactly Mm -hmm. I feel like we've seen that a lot lately like we're always picking these custom pieces and they're like, what in the world? Why is it so expensive? And it's like, oh my gosh, no. the weeks of work that are put weeks. into this. So many weeks of work and like so many people's talents and like it is, it's a ton of stuff balled up into one price that is actually not yeah. that bad. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. If you think about it. <laughs> exactly. And I saw like on your website, you were saying, how you have your own business now and you work with like so many different people like your boyfriend right he works with you too yeah he definitely um could not I could not have gotten to where I am now without him because of his (laughs) technical uh, manufacturing knowledge Mm -hmm. I would say that is the benefit of an industrial designer right there Mm -hmm. um so he definitely has helped me like you know getting this cnc'd part to perfection you know, yeah. helping me with like the actual like mechanics of manufacturing and like, you know, this is not going to work or, you know, this is a great idea, but you need to like alter it to be, you know, in the standard uh, material dimensions. So you don't have so much waste or you're not customizing a new part, you know, mm-hmm. all that stuff. So he is definitely um, a huge save in that department. Yeah. Oh, that's like a key component. It? Does yes. he get a check from Lulu? He does not. <laughs> he does not yet. He gets a different soon. kind of check. Yeah, hopefully soon, someday. But yeah, it's a different different thing now. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So what does a day in the life kind of look like for you then? 
Um, you know, it's so different every day. I would say it mostly uh, starts with me catching up with my brand, any questions from vendors or orders or anything like that. Um, you know, right now I'm working on this partnership. So there's a bit of back and forth there. And then a lot of it goes into the stuff I'm doing contract. So I'll meet with vendors for these custom pieces that we're doing or have calls with the interior designers I'm working with. And then there can be a lot of sourcing, you know, it's like, it's so different every day. And it's just like, I don't know if you can see, I just have this giant whiteboard behind me with my to-do list. So it's like, it's like, I mean, how tall? it's like a six foot to-do list with like all the different like categories of work right now. So that's kind of the day. (laughs) And then it's me just getting through as much as I can. So do you sleep or no? Do I sleep? Yeah. (laughs) No, not at all. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't sound like it. Not a lot. Yeah. So you're doing interior design luxury furniture you're managing a small business the list goes on right (laughs) yes those are the three big categories and then within that it's you know whatever comes of it yeah exactly but yeah that's the gist no we've definitely learned like with interior design you wear a lot of hats (laughs) like a lot of hats right Mm -hmm. it's like that in itself is like several jobs (laughs) so yeah it is yeah. especially like working like with smaller firms you know, just do everything <laughs> exactly I've been like running around LA the past like two weeks trying to find this like perfect pink tile that's like that's like um can be used in a pool so like underwater pool grade mm, hot oh pink God. tile and it has just <laughs> been like I don't think it just takes a certain person to like understand that task <laughs> people don't understand they just don't know no it's been so much oh it's been a lot that is I feel the pain on that one that's me every day with any kind of task I take on I'm like oh "Mm -hmm." my gosh (laughs) everyone's like so you have to make it simple like work with what you do have not with what you don't have I'm like you don't understand I want what I can't have and so I try to find that Oh, exactly. Yeah. And then you find like the perfect thing and the client's like, mm, oh, I don't like it. I don't nope. like it. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's just not quite right. It's so not I'm right. Like, oh, I'm like, oh, okay. Perfect. Start over. <laughs> you're at the yeah. end and they're like, yeah. value engineer everything. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. Okay. All right. Perfect. All right. Okay. <laughs> cool. 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 Yeah, no cool. problem. No problem. <laughs> so do you want to tell us a little bit about all of your pieces that are up and for sale right now? sure like what (laughs) like Like, what's available to the public oh okay um so pretty much anything on my website is available um I do not hold stock or inventory because Mm -hmm. I am one person and I cannot have a warehouse of furniture (laughs) yet so right now everything is made to order which does you know in these uh, th- this day and age is taking like <laughs> 10, 10 weeks, I would say eight to 10 weeks. Mm-hmm. So, you know, while it's custom uh, or customizable, you know, you can pick your own colors. If you want this chair or the sofa in a color, you know, I probably have it available. So this is super customized stuff. Um, 
but it's all available. It just takes a little bit of time and patience. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. And then I am coming out with a new um, line this spring, which I'm super excited about. So I'm kind of working on getting some prototypes done for that right now. Ooh, yeah. I was just going to ask you, what's next for you? (laughs) Yeah, here you go. (laughs) So, um, yeah, pretty much what's next is I'm doing a little, like, I would call it, like, at first I was calling it a dining collection, but now I'm calling it kind of like a cocktail hour collection. So, yeah, so we're going to have some drinkware. We're going to have a little, like, cocktail table, a little slipper chair. So it's just going to kind of be like a cozy little collection that I think will be really fun. I love that. I feel like that's what the people need. I mean, you're home. Right? You know? Yeah. yeah, you need exactly. that. We're all just no one's drinking now anyways. Like, exactly. Yeah. No one's having like a dining room set up. We all just want our cocktail. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> so we got this. Yeah, that's awesome. That's you know amazing. what? I feel like your lead time is a good, like, people should put into perspective. I just got quoted 28 weeks mm-hmm. or something so oh my gosh I think oh yeah crazy. <laughs> you know that's just how things are right now it's just yeah. what it is and yeah. you know you're already investing some money into these pieces yeah. that I think you know a little bit of time you know this is not fast fashion or fast mm-hmm. anything these are investment pieces so I I don't think a couple months is gonna like ruin your life here right so definitely it's okay yeah it's worth the wait exactly so do you kind of want to explain to everyone why it's bad to mass produce a product versus getting something you know custom made I mean because there is a big demand now for people wanting to get you know a piece of furniture that comes in like two weeks but why is that bad (laughs) man I could write several (laughs) newsletters on this topic um I would just say like for me I've literally like turned down a furniture design job because I saw their warehouse of stuff that they just like keep and then if it doesn't sell it just like gets I don't know if it just goes on huge amounts sale or gets thrown away but I was just like this is so gross that I can't even imagine the and that's just one company at one warehouse like I can't even imagine the extent of furniture that goes unused or is just so poorly made that it ends up in your garbage like in like a year Mm -hmm. so for me it's just like such a pain point in our like in in the furniture industry and I think that just as a whole is going to be the only way to change that is kind of your perspective you have to shift your perspective about you know investing in quality items they're going to take a little longer, but this is ultimately better in the long term just to kind of get away from that perspective of, you know, you need something now and right. fast fashion. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's got to go. We got to yep. just yeah. get rid of it. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I just want to, I knew what you were going to say. I just wanted to hear it come from your lips. Just, oh, <laughs> yeah, just the, that was great. That was great. Talk about it for so long. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I feel like there's other ways of doing it. You know, you could go thrift mm-hmm. and go to an antique store and you can find beautiful pieces. I mean, they don't have to be the most expensive item out there and you can find yeah. something great. So there's yeah. definitely other ways of doing it. Exactly. And I actually, um, so I was going to write this in my newsletter. It comes out every Monday. Um, I was, I was, I was going to put that all in this newsletter this morning, but then I, 
close my tab and nothing saved. So oh, I no. Again. But my point was like, so if you can't afford like these high price items, like that's totally fine. But yeah, you need to go, you need to go thrift, Craigslist. Honestly, mm-hmm. I buy most of my stuff from Craigslist. Facebook marketplace. I've had friends that have really good success on there. It's just like, might not be as easy and you might not get it shipped to your door, but like, you're going to have a qual a higher quality item mm-hmm. going that route instead of running over to target and getting a desk. That's going to last like <laughs> oh, literally gosh. like six months. Done that so, before. Oh, <laughs> we all have. I mean, yeah. We've all done it. So it's just kind of like getting, you know, that easy you know easy way of doing it just right. like mm-hmm. even too like if it's a placeholder item like I know in Charlotte we have so many vintage warehouses with pieces just sitting there collecting dust I'm like if I or anyone needs a desk that bad like go get that desk like as a placeholder but then you'll probably realize that it's gonna stay in your home forever <laughs> yeah yeah exactly like there's just like there's amazing stuff out there you just have to like go out and find it which takes a little more work because there's not online access but it's worth it mm-hmm. so Lulu what are you doing when you're not being creative in the design field I literally have no life right now. We're so <laughs> so boring. We both just work and then we I think about how I can improve my business. So like mm-hmm. sometimes if I'm not working, I'm like this is crazy to not be working because I have so much to do. Mm-hmm. But I will say we're going on a ski trip. We're going to be in Colorado this weekend. Oh. So that'll be great. I can finally get some skiing in and see my family and just like chill for a second. So yeah. that'll be that'll be great. Where are you going in Colorado? Um, well, I'm from Niwot, so I'll be oh. home. And then I'm going to, I think we're going to see Mary Jane, I think. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Can you come you say hi. Say, I'll come say <laughs> hey. <laughs> That's awesome. That's not fair. Yeah. I don't live in Colorado. <laughs> fly out. Just fly on yeah. out. Okay. Come okay. On. I'll be there. I'll be there. Don't worry. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> Is there anything else that you want to tell everyone, Lulu? Do you want to promote yourself? <laughs> you know, I, I really don't, but I will promote my newsletter so you can go subscribe to my newsletter because that'll be the way you find out about new stuff. And, you know, you can follow me on Instagram, but the newsletter is kind of fun because you get a little bit more personality in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely check all that out. Yeah, I would definitely say go look at Lulu's website. She's got yeah. a lot of really good information. She's got a really interesting post she just posted about owning a business and yeah. all the craziness <laughs> that goes into that. So, yeah. And she's got an Instagram. It's at, at Lulu.LaFortune. <laughs> okay, LaFortune. I said it right. <laughs> we were wondering. Um, did, were you saying LaFortune? Uh-huh. Yeah, I said La I get Fortune. That a lot. <laughs> yeah, I get that a lot. But it's like it's like a chin. Like on like fortune, yeah. Oh, okay. That's so much I know. easier. It probably was that at one point, but then as <laughs> time went on, our, my family had just butchered the long, beautiful language of French. So, <laughs> so yeah, Lulu dot La Fortune. Perfect. Okay. Well, thank you, right. Lulu, for coming on. We're so happy that you could be our first guest on our podcast. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. You guys are the best. Follow Lulu. 
and we'll have her on again and she'll tell us all about her next collection yes yes i would love that (laughs) yes guys thank you i'll talk to you soon Bye. bye make sure you listen to our last episode the razor house and be sure to tune in every thursday next week we'll be diving into the organic house which we're really excited to talk to you guys about thanks for listening bye mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.